A few weeks ago, I released a podcast titled Optimism Over Realism. I talked about how we have to be optimists, not realists. How when you set your goals, you should be optimistic that you can achieve it. I recently had an amazing conversation actually with my parents about this episode. My thesis of that episode was realism hinders progress. Optimism fuels it. In that conversation with my parents, they helped me come to a realization. While the thought behind the episode was good on paper and great for motivation, it wasn't as practical as I would have hoped. This episode you're listening to right now is both a response to that as well as a new angle on the issue, anticipatory leadership. Let's go. Welcome to The Future and Young, where we are devoted to building tomorrow's leaders today. Anticipatory leadership. Let's define it. To be an anticipant leader, you have to be able to see a problem before it comes to service and solve it before it becomes an actual problem. I know what some of you may be asking. What does anticipatory leadership have anything to do with optimism and realism? Well, let's go ahead and talk about that. I want to give you a small peek into my life, some of my dreams. I have this dream of being able to work full-time in the tech industry directly out of high school. I want to be able to gain experience before most of the people on my own age. But being the anticipant leader that I am talking about today, that plan, that dream has to be plan B. Not because it's impossible or out of reach, but because there has to be a sense of realism in the decisions that we make. I can be optimistic that I can achieve this dream, but I have to be realistic and prepare for that scenario. Here's what I'm talking about. If I went all in and I was just purely optimistic on the fact that I was going to work directly out of high school, I made no plans to go to college, I didn't do any of that and that plan fell through, I have no plan B. There's nothing to fall back to, and I fail. But if you are real about your scenario, you're real about your dreams, knowing they are far-fetched, and you have a backup plan, something you can fall back on, and like me, have your college figured out and already planned out so that if this doesn't work out, you will have something to fall back onto that's just as amazing. That is being an anticipant leader. What does this look like for you? My dad, whom I interviewed a few episodes ago, and I'll link that down below, gave the best possible explanation for this. And here it is. Your plans need to look like an egg. Let me explain. The yolk of your plans is the realistic part of your plans. It's your degree. It's your job that pays the bills, the things that anticipate for the absolute worst. The egg white, the things surrounding the yolk, is the optimism that encompasses your realistic plans. It is what gives you hope that you can do more than what meets the eye. It's what allows you to be creative. It's what allows you to think outside of the box. It's what allows you to have dreams and aspirations for your future while you still have those realistic things underneath your belt. 
And the outer shell of your plans is the drive behind everything. It's the motivation. It's the passion that keeps everything going. Realism wrapped in optimism and driven by motivation. And that's what I'm talking about today. Realism wrapped in optimism, driven by motivation. So now let's shift into actually talking about how this idea of realism wrapped in optimism, driven by motivation, relates to anticipatory leadership. Here are the three characteristics of an anticipant leader. They, one, act before they need to react. They, two, view future problems as an opportunity. And three, are not afraid to change. Let's talk about these three. When an anticipatory leader sees a problem coming in the near future, they will choose to act on that problem rather than letting that problem act on them. What do I mean by this? Let's look at an example like Ford, the Ford Motor Company. They produce cars like the F-150 or the Ford Fusion, Ford Focus. They're one of the largest car companies in the world, and they have been for a long time. And in my opinion, this has actually come to hurt them. Why? Let's look at a company like Tesla. Tesla is an innovative company. They've created electric cars, cars that drive themselves, truly a leader in this industry, in the future of what cars are going to be. You look at a company like Tesla that saw a problem such as environmental problems and you see a company like Ford. They both have the same problems. They see that the world's going in a, in a direction that they don't want to do as much and that the environment needs help. But they both chose two completely different ways of handling this problem. You see Tesla saw this problem and said, yeah, let's innovate in that space. Let's be, let's anticipate this problem and let's be proactive and let's create the future. They always say the only way to predict the future is to create it. And that's what Tesla did by making self-driving cars and by making cars that are more efficient than other cars. And meanwhile, Ford was not as anticipant. They didn't anticipate well they are in the process of reacting to this whole thing reacting to the problems because they chose not to act in the early stages tesla acted at the beginning and that's why they were the leader in that industry because they acted at an early stage they chose chose to be proactive and anticipate what was coming and they acted on it and that's why they're being successful in that industry and ford Ford didn't act on the problem. They let the problem act on them. But Tesla took a completely different route. We need to act before we need to react. Number two, they view future problems as an opportunity. When you look at a company, again, like Tesla, they saw an opportunity seeing where the world was going, seeing everything was becoming simplified. People didn't want to drive. That's why Uber has gotten to the place it was because people realized they didn't have to drive themselves. So Tesla saw this as an opportunity to innovate, to create. 
to anticipate what the future was going to be. And because of this, because they saw the future problem of people almost becoming lazy, you could say, and not wanting to do as much, because of that, they now have an opportunity to make a lot of money and make a huge impact in that industry. It's crazy to think about what they've able to been able to do. I mean, you can say the same thing about a company like Apple and the ones that make BlackBerry. Apple saw a problem in the future where people wanted a touchscreen. And in fact, people didn't even know that was a problem. People's not, they didn't even think that was something they wanted. But now, because they were anticipant leaders at Apple, they created, they innovated, they saw the problem, they acted before they had to react, and they're the leader in the touchscreen phone generation, and BlackBerry's pretty much unheard of today. Anticipant leaders view future problems as an opportunity. Number three, they are not afraid of change. There's three podcasts that I'd love you guys to listen to, three episodes, all by the Craig Rochelle Leadership Podcast. I'm going to link them all below. And one of them is over change, why you need to embrace change. Because what you're doing today is not going to work five to ten years from now. Ask Ford. Ask BlackBerry. Ask these companies that were powerhouses five to ten years ago, and today they're irrelevant because they chose not to adapt you have to view change as a good thing if you want to be an anticipant leader, if you want to be an innovator, if you want to change an industry, you can't be afraid to change. You have to continue to be different. Continue to be, and this is how this optimism over realism works, because sometimes companies change a little too fast and they go out of business because they changed too fast. They weren't realistic with the world. They didn't see the world and try to be realistic with the world. They were a little too quick and now they're completely irrelevant. You have to be realistic with the current scenario and what's currently happening in that industry. And you have to be optimistic that you can be the one to change. And I want to talk right now directly to the teenagers, to the students, to those under the age of 21. I don't want to just blanket actually to 21, but I want to talk to the future. You can look into the world right now and you will see problems. You're going to see things that are going wrong that maybe aren't even in the media, that aren't being talked about. You see things in the classroom that you don't like, that you think are wrong and you know are wrong. You see problems in the world. My question to you, after hearing this, how are you going to deal with that? Are you going to act on those problems so that you don't have to react to them later? Or are you going to let those problems act on you and you're going to have to react? Just look at the mental health problem we currently have in the United States, in the world even. We had a generation that saw this problem and chose not to do a thing. So instead of acting early on, we are now having to react, and it's not going well. It's not going well. I'm talking to my generation. Let's be the generation that changes things. Let's be the generation that learns and, and watches and listens 
for the problems of the world and chooses to act on those, to view future problems as an opportunity to make an impact and are not afraid of change. Let's be that generation. To the parents, to the generation above us, two generations above us, three generations above us, don't be afraid to voice the problems you see in the world. If you see laziness as a problem, say something. The reason? Because I hate to say it, but it's a little late for you guys to change and to act before you have to react. It's just a little late. But for us, upcoming generation, we now have the ability to be proactive, to anticipate these problems, and to solve them, and to see it as an opportunity and solve these problems before they become actual problems. That's the whole idea, is seeing problems and being proactive in solving them before we have to deal with the consequences. So if you're older than our generation, I ask you just to say something. And speaking to my generation right now, open up your ears and listen. Listen to the problems. Everyone says to tune out the media, tune out everything they say. Sometimes maybe open your ears and listen to what they're saying and then interpret it however you feel is whatever fake news you want to talk about or any of that stuff. Just look for the problems in the world and think about how you can solve them and start doing it. Start solving. And that's one of the reasons and being transparent with you guys, I started this podcast in the first place was because I heard all the negative stuff about the generation of above mine, the millennial generation. And I didn't want my generation to be just like that. And I don't want to just point out millennials because there are so many hardworking millennials that don't get enough credit. But I wanted to be a generation that changed things, a generation that was full of anticipant leaders, of proactive leaders, leaders that were realists, but wrapped that realism and optimism and then was driven by motivation so that we could solve problems before they actually became problems. And we weren't afraid of change, but we saw future problems as an opportunity and we actually acted on those problems before those problems acted on us. I'm begging to our generation, to my generation, you and me right now, that we need to be proactive leaders. We need to be seeing problems and actually trying to change those problems before those problems change us. Before those problems change us, let's be anticipant leaders. Let's be the generation that changes everything. So thank you guys for listening to The Future and Young. I'm going to link all those podcasts I talked about below. And as always, thank you for tuning in, and I will see you guys next Thursday.